0: It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industries Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now live from the Hitman Industries Studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike.
1: Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. My name is Mike, and I'll be uh, guiding the program here for the next uh, two hours or so. Uh, You know, I don't do this program by myself. Let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriots. On my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr.
3: Corporate. Leo Ah, good to be back.
1: Good to
4: be back. Unfortunately, I'm coming to you live from the Hitman Industries
1: Mobile Maxi Studios. Oh, listen, you, folks. You know what you know what that means. Uh, Earl, Earls out there moving the big rig around town. They uh, they probably gave him some extra secret stuff. Like uh, you bring back a load of cores from uh, from west of the uh, of the Mississippi. There.
4: Hey, they're thirsty in Atlanta.
1: You, yeah, you, you know. Listen, before you know it, they're going to want some. Uh, they're going to want some. Uh, you know, New England clam chowder.
4: Is that the red or the white?
1: Oh, you go. Well, you get the, That's the. The New England is the uh, the white one. The Manhattan's the red one. There you go. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay.
4: Good.
1: Uh, so, how's how's things uh, going in the, in the in the week of Earl? Oh,
4: doing well. Doing well. Other than a very late start today, everything's been going good.
1: Very good, very good. No, nothing, uh, nothing unusual on the roadways today. Nothing weird. No,
4: no, nothing
1: more than the than the usual weirdness. I hear you. I hear you. And it's, uh, you listen, most of the journeys in Florida, so you know, there's plenty of weirdness there to be had. So, uh, thankfully, it's, uh <laughs> thankfully it doesn't uh, it doesn't you know, it's not like a turkey jumping out in front of your truck and committing suicide or anything like that.
4: No, nope, been there, done that. <laughs> had to replace the windshield.
1: Oh, did you really? Folks, if you didn't hear this story, uh, and I don't remember if it was an on-anch story or not, tell, tell for, folks, tell. Uh, listen up here. Earl's going to tell you a little story about a suicidal turkey.
4: I uh, was heading from Orlando to Jacksonville, and I don't remember if there was police activity or just uh, an accident or something, but I had
1: to. Uh-oh, I think the turkey might have got go him again.
4: would. I had to go through the woods. Mm-hmm. I had to. In fact, it was it was up an area you're familiar with. I was uh, I drove right past Camp Blanding.
1: Oh, there, yeah, yeah there in you go.
4: Northern Central Florida.
1: One billion pine, and pine trees uh, and not uh, a spot of shade. Yep.
4: Yeah, I, I saw you know half a dozen turkeys right outside the gate of Camp Blanding and noticed that and continued on my route and another highway and it was a rather large highway, you know. Two, A four-lane highway, two lanes each way with a very wide grass median. And I noticed a turkey in that median at a good distance from me. You know, there was smooth grass, so he stood out. And as as my truck got closer and closer to him, he started running away. And then he, you know, took a few steps, and he became airborne. (laughs) And he's flying, and I can tell that our paths are going to intersect. I blew the uh,
5: standard horn, the
4: electric horn, in the steering wheel to try to scare him and divert him to get another course. Well, that didn't work. I laid down on the air horn. That didn't work. He still kept coming, and I tried to hit the brakes to let him pass in front of me. I probably scared the motor vehicle behind (laughs) me because uh, I smoked the tires on the rear trailer. Right. And it started getting a little squirrely on me. But, yeah, we collided. He hit right at the base of my windshield. And then uh, I heard secondary impact that he hit the fairing or hit the front of the, the first trailer I was pulling. Uh, I could not see him in my mirror, but I continued on. And a few days later, I happened to notice that it did crack the windshield.
1: I remember. So I, you know, yeah, I remember. So we- later,
4: I had to have the windshield replaced.
1: I remember we talked about it, and, and, and it was, uh, and again, I don't remember if we did it on air or not, but you said the, there was no damage to the windshield, so I, I didn't realize that the, the crack developed. So, uh, folks, so listen, let me clarify something for you here. Um, Earl said the turkey was flying, and, and, and we all know, as God is my witness, we thought turkeys could fly, but they don't. But, Earl, it was, it was like that running, you know, that, that wing-assisted running thing, wasn't it? It wasn't like it took flight like a duck and tried to get away from you.
4: Oh, no, it was, you know, this is a wild turkey. Wild oh, yeah. turkeys can fly. Uh, it's the uh, farm-raised turkeys that we have that we enjoy for Thanksgiving and Christmas traditionally. Those can't fly. Wild turkeys fly fairly well for short
1: distances. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, this is not one that's taken off for the north for the winter. Yeah, yeah, exactly, something like that. No. Uh-huh. Uh, um, or north, uh, north for the summer, is whatever, whatever it is. Um, But, uh, yeah, that's, man, that's, 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 uh, that's, and folks, so so imagine getting hit with a bowling ball is basically what Earl had, you know, (laughs) like a 16-pound bowling ball smacking his windshield while driving down the road. That's not a fun thing.
4: No, it was, it was quite the uh, interesting situation. Got my heart rate up for a while.
1: So, so we know from the story that uh, this, this, uh, this turkey takes a, you know, short turkey flight. It hits, Earl tries to get out of its path. And Earl, tell me this, right? You saw the look on its face, right? I mean, you could tell when you see an animal on the side of the road, like, that's okay. But every once in a while, you see that one giving you that look, and you're like, oh, come on. Don't do this.
4: Yeah. Yeah, you can <laughs> tell the, 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 the way they're turning their head, looking around. And say, oh, what do I do? Where do I go? Where do I go? I'm going to go this way. Yeah, yeah. No, dummy, that's right in front of me. Yeah. Go the other way.
1: You see, now, if this, if this turkey was a soldier, it would have worked out because we're taught to drive through the ambush, assault the ambush head on. So that's what he was trying to do. He's a, he's a, he's a military turkey. He's a military turkey. Um, it was camp yeah, landing, you said. It was he, camp he landing. He <laughs> um, now, now, next time you tell this story, though, I'm, I'm going to recommend a new ending for you, though. Um, you, you, to continue the story, just as normal, listen, it hit my windshield, then it hit the fairing, then it went, flew over the truck and ended up behind me, and about two miles down the road, you get pulled over by a cop, right? And, 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 you, and you ask the cop, what, yeah. did I, what did I do wrong? And the cop says, for flipping me a bird. <laughs> <laughs> See, there yeah, you go. That, that would be good. That would be good. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the new ending to the story, folks. Listen, any story we tell here has got a pretty much about a 20% BS factor on the end of it. If, if, if you, These parts. Not when we do the regular news stories. When you, when you get these little uh, introduce, uh, how you doing, welcome to the program kind of stories.
4: Yeah, yeah, twenty
1: percent at minimum. Yes oh well, factor. I mean, yeah, you got to check the box. Yeah, you got you got to check the box there. That's for sure. Um, all right. Well, listen though, Tony, Tony Simon's going to be joining us on the program today here, Earl. And uh, second hour, we'll have uh, Mr. Todd Fossey. and then of course uh, Major Bill has mm-hmm. been uh, confirmed to be joining us. Uh, so we uh, we look forward to having a good program. I think yeah, I think this is actually the first time, maybe outside of a shot show or something, that we've had uh, Tony on the program. So I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Having have Tony on, so that's that's gonna be good. Uh, he's uh, yeah,
4: it's been a while since we heard from him.
1: Yeah, so it's it's gonna be good, it should be good stuff. Um, uh, and then uh, you know, listen, it's a, it's it's a lot more calm this week in the studio than it was last week. That's for sure with the the party we had going on in here with everybody. And so uh, trying to, get, trying, to, get oh, to trying to get used to that. Trying to get used to that. So so uh, hey, folks, stick around. Uh, we're, you know, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. We'll be back right after the break. Hey, folks, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio, and I want to talk to you about concealment holsters, specifically hog holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters. One of the top reasons people give for not carrying every day is because it's awkward and uncomfortable. Well, at hog holsters, that's no problem. Every holster is handcrafted for proper fit and a smooth exterior that won't pinch or poke you. Your holster also has a patented Ulti clip that clamps onto your belt pants. Check them out today at hogholsters.com. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com. Veteran owned and operated. Hey, what's with all the pigs? Wait, those aren't pigs, those are hogs. Go to Hog Holsters now to get your next holster. That's hog. H A W G Holsters.com. H A W G Holsters.com. Every holster is crafted individually by hand. H A W G Holsters.com. Friends don't let friends wear crappy holsters. H A W G Holsters.com. Helping America wear guns. You are an American, aren't you? Veteran owned and operated. (laughs) Are you in the market for an AR barrel? How about upgrading your current rifle? Then look no further than Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. If you bought an AR in the past five years, then odds are you may already have a Hitman Industries barrel. Now this OEM barrel manufacturer sells direct to the public. That's hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. Pick out your barrel for your next AR build or upgrade your current barrel. Go to hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. Hitman Industries has a full line of rifle and pistol calibers ready to buy. Hitman Industries has all of your AR rifle and pistol needs. Visit hitmanindustries.net. That's hitmanindustries.net. Complete uppers also available. Tell them the guys from Arms
7: Tony's on hold.
1: Veteran owned and operated. Separate
8: five.
9: I'd like you to turn the radio up. I want everyone within listening distance to hear what I have to say. I'm Alan Gottlieb, chairman of the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. Freedom is not free. Our constitutional right to keep and bear arms is under attack by what has become an industry of anti-gun extremist organizations. The Bill of Rights gives every honest, patriotic American the right to own firearms. But today, we have to fight this full-time anti-gun industry whose sole purpose is to create new gun control and confiscation laws. They pay themselves big salaries and feed off a gullible public with emotional campaigns and clever sound bites. I pledge that the Citizens Committee will be the most aggressive pro-gun organization in the United States fighting to preserve your gun rights. But we need your help and membership to do it. Join the Citizens Committee for the right to keep and bear arms today. Call 425-454-4911. That's 425-454-4911. Freedom isn't free. You have to fight for it.
0: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industries studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the Hitman Industry Studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. Earl, you doing all right there? No more turkeys jumping out on you?
4: No, not now, not now. I'm scaring them all off. Very good. traffic out here to keep them away.
1: That, that'll do it that'll do it hey let's uh let's jump right to our caller want to make sure we get to maximum time here with them on the, on the radio uh folks uh please welcome uh to the program uh, mr tony simon tony welcome back to the program sir
10: hey man
1: thanks for having me on glad to be here tony um uh, you know listen I've, I've always loved uh you know your, your little handle there that you use simon says train i think that's a i think that's perfect i wish you uh, you know my, i had a cool name like that um and then of course uh uh, you know diversity com. before before we get to the end and i forget to even ask you let's make sure everybody knows where they can follow you and how they can uh you know, you know track track you down
10: all right no problem um you can find me on diversity com. you can also find me on instagram at simon says train facebook at simon says train and the second is for everyone on facebook using the letter, I mean, the number two, the second is for everyone, and second for everyone on Twitter. So those are the ways you can find me, and uh, also find out my works and see what we do.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, and we'll definitely talk about it. Um, uh, Tony, tell me tell me about the, the day in, in the life of a, of a Second Amendment advocate and a firearms trainer in New Jersey.
10: All right, a day in the life of, okay, <clears throat> I know it's hard for people to live in freer states to understand it, so this is what it's like. Wake up in the morning, use the bathroom, and then get out of your bed, and then stub your pillow on a dresser on the way out the door, go get coffee and find out there is none. And uh, that's what it's like being a Second Amendment advocate and firearms instructor in New Jersey. <laughs> um, it's just a constant fight, a struggle, but... We have hardcore advocates here. We have over a million gun owners here, and you just can't stop. You have to outreach and know that, yes, the politicians here are against you. They will always push gun laws, even if they don't make sense, and we have to fight them every step of the way while educating the public and trying to get all people to not only understand their Second Amendment rights but to start fighting for them because they're continually restricting them. And they help us out a lot here by just continually putting laws up. And when they say they're not coming for your guns, I'm like, um, we're down to a 10 round magazine limitation right now. Uh, When I got here, it was 15 rounds. And about two years before I got here, you can own anything you want. So in the last 30 years, you're down to a 10 round magazine in New Jersey. And it's only gonna get worse if we don't fight uh, thank God the Bruin decision came through, but still, they're going to make us take them to court every single time. Yeah,
1: every every step so of the way, for uh, sure. Yeah. yeah, every step, every step. Yep. Every step. Um, Tony, with, um, with the Bruin, I want to talk about that with you. We've got, uh, we got plenty of time here. Uh, um, I want to talk about how that's been affecting things. Um, uh, but you, you just had a legislator up there who, I guess he, was, he thought he was off mic and he was on mic and, and, and basically said... That he doesn't want the minorities to have guns. That's why he's creating these laws.
10: Oh no, he did not think he was off mic at all.
1: Oh really? As a matter of fact, oh, okay. He didn't to the mic.
10: Oh yeah, that was an accidental. That was on purpose. Oh, how wow. do I know? Because he said it twice. Jeez.
1: Um, <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Yeah,
10: he said he didn't want people. He said, um, "Let's be honest, we don't want people to uh, who live in." And then he just named the cities that had large minorities populations in New Jersey. Uh, Newark, Camden, Irvington, excuse me, Newark, Camden, Elizabeth, and I always forget one of them, but it makes no difference, right. that's what he named, and uh, he's like, I, I don't want those people to be able to get guns, and I don't think you do either, and it's like, the people he was talking about were not gangbangers, yeah. these were people that would pay all the fees, pass all the background checks, and then the extra background checks that come with getting a carry permit mistake. So these are what you would consider law-abiding citizens that not only jumped through all the hoops in New Jersey to purchase a handgun, but then took the classes that the state says you need to pass to be able to carry. And still this person didn't want them to have guns based on where they lived. And based on the city he names, this is a majority, majority, uh, minority urban area
1: just i, I mean it,
10: he's from an area that's 12 percent
1: minority a, a, absolutely reprehensible i, I, I mean I, how this guy's not uh you know relieved removed from office uh, is just uh, it, it absolutely astounds me that you can have somebody in and in, in, in today come out with such a, a racist comment uh and and just uh, he's, he's still up there just one of just one of the legislators
10: didn't blink an eye. If you're on the right team and you say racist stuff, nothing is made of it. And his name is a symbol named John McKeon.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So i make sure everybody look knows him that. Up.
10: Yeah. Says, um, I often, when I ever speak of him, I give him a middle name. <laughs> <laughs> I usually call him either John Jim Crow McKeon <laughs> or uh, Black Toad McKeon or, you know, just I, I throw something in. Yeah. The cotton wasn't going to pick itself McKeon.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 the, 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 that'll do that'll do that should get his attention let him know you're not forgetting who he is you know wow. well i
10: tag him in everything i post look you, sh- you should not be allowed to get away with saying something that's blatantly let's go with elitist yeah but i'm that's a good word and he didn't name any towns that were largely not minority that were poor because one thing he said was, it was about money right he tried to he tried to um Later on, he said something even better. He said only rich people could afford guns if you're going to use the uh, Bruin, um, uh, what what do you call it, Uh, going by the Bruin decision of uh, when the Constitution was written. He was like, only rich people were allowed to have, uh, could afford guns back then. And it was like, well, one, that's a blatant lie. And two, you didn't name poor communities that had a large white minority. So, dude. Look, he said something racist. People saw through it immediately and he had no idea how to recover from it because it was the way he truly feels. Uh,
1: and, and, and you know, you, you say it's the way he truly feels and, and this is the same the same attitude, the same statements we saw when 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 Jim Crow's laws were created. Like he's like you said, give him the, the nickname mm-hmm. Jim Crow there in the middle. I mean, this was this was it. This was elitist. It was a perfect perfect uh, description of 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 what's gone on with this guy. This is just uh, Again, I, I just I'm, I'm sitting here in awe thinking that this guy's still running around up there, uh, uh, you know, in charge of uh, you know decisions that could have life or death, uh, you know, uh, ramifications from a making laws there in the state of New Jersey. It's absolutely, absolutely horrendous. It's uh, uh, and, and I don't know how you guys you put up with that. Now, you've got a couple of really good, uh, you know, state uh, grassroots organizations there that 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 help fight these guys in addition to, you know, individuals and organizations from out of the state.
10: Yeah, we have great organizations in New Jersey, and that's one of the things many people probably who live outside the state don't understand. The 2A advocates are rabid here because we're fighting the fight constantly. It's not something that happens every now and again. It happens every legislative session. So CNJFO is one that I've worked with for years, and so is NJ2AS and ANJRPC. I know it's alphabet soup for everybody, (laughs) but when I say it out, I'm going to stumble over them all. (laughs) <laughs> but um, the coalition to New Jersey firearms owners, they were trying to get uh, to get rid of something called justifiable need in this state. Because before Bruin, that's what you had to do. You pretty much had to write a mother may I letter to your police chief. And they passed it on and say, hey, I, I want to carry because my life has been threatened. And I don't feel safe, and I'd like to have a handgun or be carry a firearm on me to protect myself. And they would always say no. And then it would go in front of a judge, and the judge would say no. And pretty much, we had 1,700 carry permits in the state of New Jersey. I think what we have nine million people in the state, or something like that. It's, I know we had a million gun owners.
1: It's it's ridiculous. That's well, less. That's, that's less than they, they had in New York City. Yeah. Permit. That's less. That's folks. That's less for the same population than they had for permits in New York City. Um, it's 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 crazy. Um, they uh, uh, you, you've had the brewing decision come in there uh, and we're, we're only got about uh, 30, 45 seconds left here. We're gonna hit a break. So let me intro it and then we'll get it when we come back. Um, you, you had the brewing decision come out uh, and, and you've had people uh, start to apply, go through the process, process sometimes not even being. Uh, defined, you know, because it's because it's up to each jurisdiction, adds different Wait things on there. It's 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 a it's a horrendous situation even with Bruin and, and like New York, they're they're they keep working on well let's let's do another law that, that that negates Bruin, you know, so it's it's you know, like when we see the light at the end of the tunnel, uh, you know, they, they they put a train down there. They, you know that it, it it makes it so hard to just obey the law because they won't even now that there's a, a, a statute or excuse me a case law they, they still won't even let you guys do this, so it's, it's, it's absolutely horrible. And when we like I said, when we get back from the break, I want to talk about how Bruin is uh, has, has made things uh, a little more uh, uh, within grasp, but still the challenge for you guys. Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. Tony Simons on hold. He'll be back with us after the break.
13: One minute. I heard that.
14: Want to reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and stroke? Simple. Eat right. This is registered dietitian nutritionist Melissa Dobbins. A healthy diet can mean a healthier you. So eat a variety of proteins each week. Seafood, lean meat, poultry, beans, and nuts. Fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal. Choose foods that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Limit your alcohol and maintain a healthy weight. Let a registered dietitian nutritionist help you achieve your goals. Find one near you at eatright.org.
7: Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches and that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America.
0: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industry Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the Hitman Industries studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Hitman Industries studios. Hey, on the line with us, we have uh, Mr. Tony Simon, uh, Simon Says Train, from the diversity shoot.com. You can find him there as well. Uh, Tony, I know we, uh, we set up the Bruin question, but before I go there, I got one other question for you. You're, you're up there in, uh, in northern New Jersey. Are you, are you Yankees or Mets?
10: None of oh,
1: the above. Okay, okay. As long God, as it's, as it's don't that's even that's get involved that's a correct answer. I okay, mean, that's that's I a It's a correct. Earl's Earl's not a baseball guy either. What What about your football team? Got one of those? Nope. All right. One of well, the
10: in Virginia, Our football team was the Washington Redskins,
1: man. Right? There, there you go. That's right. That's right. Uh, and uh, they they've been uh, they've been all wokeified down there with their new name. So, uh, it's it's. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm, I've been with them a while. I don't know about you. If that's the reason you're not with them anymore, when they started getting into all that nonsense, I I bowed out. I'm sorry. I can't deal with that.
10: Gotta go. Yep. Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> this is not. No. No. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, <laughs> all right, Tony. We set. We set up Bruin. The Bruin came down, and and it looked like uh, the light at the end of the tunnel for you guys. That you might able to, you know, start being able to get you know, firearms permits, because prior to that, like you said, you had to be uh, be the judge or the judge's family or some elitist that's uh, writing a check to one of the judges to get a firearms permit. There were no everyday people getting these firearms permits. How are things uh, pr- uh, progressing there now with Bruin?
10: Oh, man, they're throwing up more roadblocks than you've ever seen, uh, and it, it's great because they're scrambling. <laughs> uh, again, I've been, uh, I don't know if I said it before, I've been in the strike since 2012, so when the yep. Bruin decision came down, I was giddy. Yeah, not because I was like, "Ooh, they're just going to be passing out you know permits left and right." It was like, "No, we have the precedent. It's out there. The court case is there. Everything they do to stop it is going to lose in court." And uh, many many towns, they did everything possible. Uh, they've tried to trick people into not getting a permit. Um, just just really underhanded things. Uh, not scheduling people to be able to. Uh, you get to see the judge, you get their paperwork to the judge, and uh, but people are slowly getting their permits because they can only delay it so long until Monday they're voting on a new Senate bill now uh, that's going to restrict all of that stuff, uh, you know, not being able to legally carry in your car, even with a carry permit. Oh, what they're trying to do is restrict all the places you can go with your carry permit since they can't really stop it, Right, including increasing the fees of it. Uh, I just had dinner last weekend with the first person to actually get their carry permit in Mercer County, which is you know where Trenton is located, the state capital. Right. Uh, he finally got his. He he had to write all kind. Of, he he wrote all kinds of letters to the judge, and um, they they gave him his permit. And it's happening, but it's slow. They're delaying it. They're using every excuse from background checks are slow um, to your your. Uh, what do you call a, p- a person? Oh, I, I'm cold. Um, uh, references. Okay. Oh, your references aren't uh, getting back to us quickly. Just every excuse they can come up with. But people are slowly getting a carry permit. But this bill Monday that they're going to vote on is going to do things like ban carry inside your car. Uh, you can't carry a public gatherings. Every pre- piece of private property, you're restricted from carrying on it unless the property owner posts a sign saying that you're allowed to carry it, it's ridiculous. Oh, and they're mandating uh, carry insurance, liability insurance for carrying a firearm, after the state kicked every <laughs> firearms insurance company out, except U.S. Law Shield.
1: Oh, just, just, and un- everyone from from
10: in here, and now there's only one. Yeah,
1: yeah, un- un- unbelievable. Yeah, and I'm sure they're getting a piece of that too, because that's you know that's the New Jersey way, right? Um, and the uh, yep. Earl, do you re- do you remember ever having to do a reference to get a, to to get your carry license?
4: No none at all I damn sure wouldn't write you down
1: <laughs> well well you're not if you want it right yeah <laughs> not that guy yeah
4: exactly
1: not, not that guy oh that's just uh that's crazy Tony you, you said that you know listen we know when it gets to court uh, it's going to get overturned unfortunately it, it may not be a New Jersey court that it has to get to to get them overturned there
10: yeah and that costs money and you know that's when we always tell people donate to your local 2a. Because national organizations, they go where they get the most bang for the buck, the right. biggest win. Right. But that might not help you in your state. So, yeah, you need to support your state so you can fund it because I just heard today it takes a million dollars to get a case up to the Supreme Court, supposedly.
1: Yeah, very true, very That's true. And I, I know we put it out there and we've had people from the uh, from the alphabet organizations on here and we say all the time, listen, folks, I, you might be sitting in the best state in the country for, for gun rights. But uh, you 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 need to donate to these other states because what happens there? and they find it's a successful way to get these laws passed. There, they're going to bring to your state. Look at Arizona right now. This week is one of the the top states out there for gun rights with their new governor coming in. They're already talking about restricting gun rights, so they're gonna they're gonna drop out. You know, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have to fight and fight and fight there. Luckily, they've got uh, some school board funding that the Republicans are threatening to withhold if they if they go after their gun rights. So so it's 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 a mess. Um, uh, Tony, let's let's shift over to to, to And let's talk about the kind of training uh, you offer to people.
10: All right. Um, Well, my regular training is is fundamentals. I, I do the fundamentals. I wanted to be that person that introduced you to firearms in a safe way. But you learn the fundamentals. My partner and I, when we first started this in 2012, pretty much wanted to be the people that if you heard that you went through our classes and you're a trainer, and you heard one of my students come to your class. You knew they were clicked on. You knew they weren't gonna do things in an unsafe manner because we stressed safety as a priority. And that's what we started doing. And we were doing like NRA basic rifle pistol and shotgun. Okay. And then what happened was it grew because people felt comfortable enough with us to actually want us to do defensive classes with them. So that's what we started and then we got others that, you know, we're better at some things than us, and we started doing, like, home defense handgun, and that helped, and then it spread. It was just more and more information to stack on each other. Uh, then we, I did a class on home hardening, so we brought that in to how to harden your home for, uh, against break-ins and home invasions, and it just grew. Our curriculum grew. Uh, COVID derailed it because I was teaching people out of Range 14 on Fort Dix. right. And because of the restrictions that the military put on, because of COVID, they actually shut down our classroom. Wow! So, without being able to host classes there, uh, what I did was pivot and just concentrate on the diversity shoots. And the governor, lovely person he is, shut down every range in the state for my diversity shoots. But luckily, um, at the Heritage Guild in Eastern PA, they were like, "We know what you do. We love what you do. You can host here every week if you want." And that was in 2020. So I started hosting the the diversity shoots at the Heritage Guild in Easton, PA. And that was great. And then a new range opened in Jersey that didn't fall under the rules because it was after a certain date. And we went from hosting an event every other month at Gun for Hire Range in Woodland Park to hosting events every two weeks in various ranges throughout the state. So... Um, I'm a Christian, and I'm unabashedly so, and I pray all the time that I'm doing the right thing, and I receive help doing it, and God provided. it. So we went, we, we went from one every other month to two a month in two different states and in four different ranges.
1: That's that's great. That's and good that stuff. That
10: when COVID shut down.
1: Do, do, <laughs> wow. Tell, tell people what a diversity shoot is like, what you do there.
10: All right, Diversity Shoot, I'll go ahead and give a little quick elevator speech and then actually talk about what we do. The second is for everyone Diversity Shoot welcomes all people regardless of age, gender, race, sexual orientation, or background. We teach people to uh, about, we educate people about the history of gun control, the Second Amendment, how they can fight for those rights. And then we introduce them to firearms in a safe manner, teach them firearm safety and take them to the range, shoot some guns. We have fun in the classroom. We answer people's questions without attacking them, so you feel free to bring your anti-gun friend or your friend that's on the fence, <laughs> and they can ask questions without being dogpiled on by a bunch of guys. the like happens in the comment section online sometimes when you ask an honest question. And uh, we just welcome people and try to create that fellowship that a lot of us gun owners know exists at the range. But the stereotype and the narrative that's pushed is, that everybody at the range hates everybody who doesn't look like, you know, the typical gun owner who's, you know, middle-aged white guy. <laughs> you think everybody at the range is a middle-aged white guy that hates everyone that's not mm-hmm. a middle-aged white guy. And then when you come to the range, for real, and you come to my events, you find out it's everyone. Everyone is there, black, white, Asian, Muslim, men, women, uh, LGBTQ, and our volunteers or pretty much one of each, some of each, and the changes per event. Uh, we have some great volunteers. We have a schedule up, and the guys tell me when they can come, and That's ladies. Good. And uh, we have a great time introducing people pretty much from 10 to 70. That's perfect. Or
3: older.
1: T- Tony, hold on for me. We're going to come back. We're going to do a little bit more in the next segment if you can hang out with us. Um, folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. More with Tony Simon when we get back. <laughs>
8: Everybody, this is Craig Deleuze from The Rundown. Join me and my friend Mike from Arms Room Radio as we bring to you 2A news and conservative views every Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. You can watch us wherever you like watching video, whether it be YouTube, Opsland, Spotify, or you can listen wherever you get your podcast. Tune in to The Rundown, 2A news and
1: conservative views. Hey folks, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio, and I want to talk to you about concealment holsters, specifically hog holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters. One of the top reasons people give for not carrying every day is because it's awkward and uncomfortable. Well, at hog holsters, that's no problem. Every holster is handcrafted for proper fit and a smooth exterior that won't pinch or poke you. Your holster also has a patented Ulti clip that clamps onto your belt and pants. Check them out today at hogholsters.com. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com. Veteran owned and operated. Hey, what's with all the pigs? Wait, those aren't pigs. Those are hogs. Go to Hog Holsters now to get your next holster. That's Hog, H-A-W-G, holsters.com. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Every holster is crafted individually by hand. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Friends don't let friends wear crappy holsters. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Helping America wear guns. You are an American, aren't you? Veteran owned and operated. Oh! Are you in the market for an AR barrel? How about upgrading your current rifle? Then look no further than Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. If you bought an AR in the past five years, then odds are you may already have a Hitman Industries barrel. Now this OEM barrel manufacturer sells direct to the public. That's hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. Pick out your barrel for your next AR build or upgrade your current barrel. Go to hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. Hitman Industries has a full line of rifle and pistol calibers ready to buy. Hitman Industries has all of your AR rifle and pistol needs. Visit hitmanindustries.net. That's hitmanindustries.net. Complete uppers also available. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Veteran owned and operated. separate five.
0: Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Hitman Industry Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world. From the Hitman Industry Studios, it's Arms Room Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Hitman Industries Studios. Back with us on the line, we have uh, Mr. Tony Simon from uh, diversityshoot.com, and that's what we were talking about before we went to the break. Uh, D- Tony, when, uh, when, when you get them out there, when you get all these diverse uh, group of people out there, diverse age, everything, uh, and, and, you, and you, you give to them the history of gun control and the Second Amendment, because I, I know you've got a mix of people out there that are, that are pro and anti and left and right. What, what's the reaction? People
10: have a good time. I mean, it's just that simple. Uh, as pro-gun advocates, once we get them to the range, that's the easy part. Once they start pulling triggers, they have fun, and all of a sudden they're exposed to something that others have told them maybe their entire lives was scary. But now it's not. And we've had people come out, flinch. I had one lady squeak every time a gun went off. It was, it was hilarious. Um, it, was, it The gun would go off and she'd like, <laughs> <laughs> like she wasn't expecting it. I'm like, honey, this is a gun range. Yeah. Um, they're gonna go boom, and it was just startling to her how loud it was. So I made sure she doubled up on hearing protection, and she was nervous. We were out on the range for a while, and by the end of that <laughs> that day, we were at the Heritage Guild in PA, so full auto was legal. She ran and boozing full auto and <laughs> had the greatest time.
1: <laughs> they they all get <laughs> and that. This they... the woman
10: who never fired a gun.
1: They, they all what get that, that look on their face when they when they hit full auto.
10: Oh, it was, it was a wonderful thing because now she could actually have a conversation. Now she knows the difference between full auto and semi-auto. Um, we'd had that conversation, and she found out that, no, it's controllable, and it's not some evil thing that will jump up on its own, and that's what most people see. They get exposed to this for the first time. And again, I am not trying to turn someone with one conversation or one range trip. Right. But if people want to open honest conversation, well, you can't be ignorant to half the conversation. Right. You, you can't have never touched a gun, fired a gun, and your only idea of what a firearm is comes from news shows uh, that are politically slanted and biased, or movies, which are entertainment come on to the range, let's shoot this thing, let's do it safely, and let me explain to you what they're doing to you. And, um, and I also go into their their points, their talking points about, well, no one's coming for your guns. I'm like, let me tell you how long they've been coming for your gun.
3: Yeah, yeah.
10: <laughs> and let me explain to you, if you jumped in the hot tub time machine and went back to <laughs> 1934, you could order a belt fed to your front door through the mail. So I'm yep. like, that's how far we've gone, come from freedom and no infringements to where we are today, where there's a debate on 10-round magazines being high capacity. So it, it's about educating people. And the first time they come, some people are nervous. The next time they come, they might be by themselves or have their friend, one friend with them. But by the fourth time, they're bringing family members, coworkers. <laughs> And that's what we're trying to do. We're planting seeds, and then slowly but surely, these people are meeting other people who they never expect to meet. And they're expanding their minds, and they're showing up to meetings, and they're going, and, uh, <clears throat> they're going to uh, testify in Trenton, or they've joined different groups, and that's what I want. I'm turning these people slowly into firearms users and advocates one event at a time.
1: Winning hearts and minds with truth and facts. It's a, it's, it's a novelty, you know?
10: Yeah, it is. I mean, at, <laughs> When we started it up, I was like, everything you do pro 2A in a state like New Jersey, Connecticut, California, all the places that people consider behind the Iron Curtain, it is guerrilla warfare. You have to win hearts and minds. You have to do it through guerrilla marketing because social media was against this, too. So yeah. you had to write things a certain way. You had to say things a certain way. You use everything you can to win hearts and minds. And... Understand, you are fighting for your civil rights. The other side is restricting the civil rights of law-abiding citizens. And a matter of fact, I've stopped using that as a firearms owner. I am a responsible firearms owner. I can no longer be a law-abiding citizen because they pass laws in the middle of the night that will turn you into a felon and you have no say over
1: it. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're
10: hit with the SAFE Act. Yeah, so no, I'm no longer, I describe myself as that. I'm a responsible firearms owner. I've been a safe, responsible firearms owner for decades. And I have no need to hurt anybody else that's not trying to hurt me or mine. But you never know what the future holds. The people that founded this government told you not to trust the government. Not only did they tell you, they equipped you with the ability to resist one that's tyrannical. Why would you trust this one when the people they're creating went, don't trust this thing we're making. As a citizen, it's your responsibility to keep an eye on it and resist it if necessary.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Listen, um, as an instructor, and Earl and I are instructors as well. We don't instruct nearly as much as as we used to uh, uh, because of other obligations. But um, w- when you bring new people to the range, and I want to get a couple instructor tips out of you here. Uh, whether it's it's to uh, you know a diversity shoot. Obviously, this isn't going on there because you've got uh, you know educated instructors. But if you're a, a, a gun owner and you want to be this responsible gun owner, when you take first time gun owners to the range. Don't throw the 12 gauge on their shoulder for the first time. Don't Don't bring out the 50 cal handgun for the first time or the 44 magnum and let them do it and knock themselves on the ground. Tony, there's 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 ways to be responsible and, and to get people you know to accept what we're doing.
10: 100%. And don't do the stupid things I've done and a lot of us made stupid mistakes in the, in, in the beginning. take your time and if you're really unsure, Pay an instructor to give them a class, but truthfully, you really can't go wrong with 122s, uh, 22 LR handguns, 22 LR rifles. Uh, they don't have a lot of recoil. They don't have a lot of concussion uh, coming from you on an indoor range because that's where, in a state like New Jersey, many ranges are indoors. So concussion forces, concussion right. forces, a thing, and people are are scared by it. So yeah, 22. You nine millimeter, nine millimeter handguns, nine millimeter carbines. Most people can handle that. After that, let them get used to it. You don't have to give them your dad's favorite gun. They don't need to shoot the 45. They don't need to shoot big stuff. And please, for goodness' sake, stop videotaping people. Ooh, let's see the reaction on their face when they shoot this. That is silly. Yeah, that is silly and can turn someone, uh, give someone a lifelong flinch fear firearms or what they do is go all firearms owners are immature and no one should own the gun right because of what you thought was funny that day
1: right yeah and listen it it might be funny to your group of friends but uh you listen that uh, we know that anything that hits the internet is is there forever and will follow you around forever it's not something not something you want uh tony we're running low on time tell people how they can get on your training calendar and get some training
10: All right, go to diversityshoot.com. We're hosting uh, events. I'm making the schedule up this weekend. So in 2023, we'll have a schedule up at the various ranges we're going to be at. Uh, You can contact me through Tony at diversityshoot.com. You can also contact me through my social media, Simon Says Train on Facebook, Simon Says Train on Instagram. The second is for everyone on Facebook and second for everyone on Twitter.
1: Tony, thanks for joining us today. It's been a pleasure having you on. Uh, you know, some, some, some great knowledge uh, passed on. And uh, Folks, get out there and help New Jersey. Look up one of these uh, New Jersey uh, you know, grassroots organizations there and do your part. Because like we said, what happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. As soon as they find a successful way there, they're going to try and bring it to you. Uh, Tony, thank you so much for being and with we'll us today.
10: And we'll copy and paste it to your state they will copy and paste it to your state. Also, hey, yeah. Southern is for everyone podcast available in your favorite podcast app. Forgot that one.
13: There Sorry. you go. Perfect. Perfect.
1: Tony, thanks for joining us today. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> Earl, man, man, that's some that's some stuff there. Could you imagine having to be living in a state like that the way he does and being, you know, a, a, a responsible gun owner? No and you, know, I mean, you know,
4: I'm I'm thinking of things I'd want to change in my state, then I look at other states. And realize how good I have it here. But when he was telling the story of the woman that came out that was squealing every single time the, the gun went off and by the end of the day, she'd run in full auto. First thing I thought of myself was they, they don't call it a happy switch for nothing.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's so, so true. It's so true folks when, when you, you get out there that first time and, and you see a machine gun shoot come up uh, you know first you know do your little background check make sure they're you know legitimate group and uh, you know they, they've got a history of safety out there and then get yourself out there go 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 to a diversity shoot go to, to a machine gun shoot and, uh, and and learn the other ones that are out there because most gun owners just have their you know they' their one or two that they have for you know home defense or self-defense go, go experience what's out there you know it's good stuff or well, we've done it a couple of times.
4: Oh yes, oh yes, it was a good time. In fact, I've, I've, you know, I was able through those events to shoot things I had never shot before. In fact, my wife has even shot things I have still yet to not shoot.
1: Wow, amazing, amazing. One up me, folks. That's it for the first hour. Thanks for joining us. Uh, please remember to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. And if you're not ready, get ready.
4: If, you're... if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Do you love bourbon?
6: Boundary Oak Distillery.
4: Do you love whiskey?
6: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Do you love America?
6: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: You'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton, Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong.
6: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery at
5: BoundaryOakDistillery.com.
6: Boundary Oak
5: Distillery. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loosen your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it find your holster today at snagmag.com that's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo
0: hey greetings to all the patriotic americans this is colonel alan west and you're listening to arms room radio and stand at attention when i'm talking It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industries studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the Hitman Industries studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. My name is Mike. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, you know I don't do this program by myself. Let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriots. On my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Carl
3: Memo memos,
4: workshop, remember birthdays. Be back. Coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios, Mobile Maxi.
1: Mobile Maxi. How's it, how's it rolling down the road? Everything going all right?
4: I'm just for traffic purposes. I still run a GPS, even though I've been going on the same... Same route for. I'm in my second year doing this. I still run a GPS to get traffic reports, mm-hmm. and already there's it's adding a 23
1: minute delay. Hey, it's your Florida roadways for you. It's a Saturday afternoon, and we got you a 23 minute delay. That's uh, that's that's the way it works. It's the way it works. Uh, boy, well, hey, uh, Earl, we uh, we got we got ourselves a, a guest here for for first segment and second segment. But uh, let's go ahead and bring him in. Uh, please welcome um, back to the program. Uh, mr Todd Fossey. Uh Todd welcome back to the program sir
11: hey man it's good to be back you guys it's, it's been a minute since I've been out here with you it has
1: been but you've been you've been the training fool out there working ever uh, working every weekend sir
11: yeah we're working hard you know working hard uh, keeping people safe and um, supporting the Second amendment in this great republic that we live in man so it's Good to be on the show with you guys again.
1: It's 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 wonderful to have you back. Wonderful to have you back. Todd, before we get to the, the bottom of the, the segment there, our next segment, and we don't have enough time, tell everybody about, about IDS and how they can uh, get a hold of you.
12: Yeah, thanks, guys.
11: I appreciate that. Well, my name is Todd Fossey. For those of you who don't know me, I'm the founder and chief instructor at Integrative Defense Strategies, and we specialize in integrating... All elements of self-defense into the training with the firearm itself. So, the legal aspects, the psychological aspects, combatives that are integrated with the handgun, and and all kinds of other core principles and elements. That and to us, we take what's called an ecological approach to training or a holistic approach to training, where we take all those elements and we bake them all together. We blend them all together into the cake of training. So, we take a little bit different approach. And I would uh, want everyone to know that. The CERT Training Pistol is really the core of our training process because it eliminates really all the barriers to training, and we can do all kinds of things with the CERT Training Pistol that we can't do with any other training platform, so it's a different approach. If you're interested, we have an online training program that anyone can do anywhere. It's idscitizendefender.com and there's this an entire subscription service that we have streaming at all times and so you can train in a, in a revolutionary new way anywhere uh with any time with anyone
1: yeah and, and it's um, it's amazing the stuff that that's on there and the level of instructors and knowledge that you guys have on there um and this is uh Folks, this is this is top tier kind of stuff, and this is advanced kind of stuff. There's basic stuff to get into. Don't get me wrong, but there's advanced kind of stuff. When you go to do this in person, I think the first uh, uh, shock to you is going to be that you're standing on pads to do this. This is this is this is not just stand yeah. behind the line and pull the trigger kind of stuff.
11: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, violence is filled with nuance, and it happens. You know, in, in compressed time right and, the, and violence tends to be very rapid and violent and 360 degrees and and so we feel like uh you know it's very important because the research shows it's very important that we you know we hear instructors say train like you fight but very rarely are our students of self-defense actually training like they fight and so we take it to the next level if you're new there's nothing to be intimidated about like this is scalable we can um, take the training really for anyone and it can be adapted to anyone's personal attributes or skill level so we have something called the ids training roadmap that takes people on a they have the option to train in whatever progression they want to there's 16 different courses on the website but you can start the very 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 beginning and then work your way up to more and more uh, advanced and complex levels of training
1: yeah, this, this this doesn't matter, folks. If you were you know your prior military, former law enforcement, or you're just the pure citizen defender out there, uh, you know wanting to expand your knowledge, this this program has got it uh, has got it for you.
11: Thanks. You know you know one of the things that we do is we build our curriculums based on available crime statistics and data, raw data. So you know we those statistics and, and data sets tell us what violent crime actually looks like so we can prioritize things in a hierarchy based on the mitigation of probabilities so it's it's called in, in the training world and in, in the motor learning world it's called representative design so the design the training is is reflective of the types of things that citizens defenders would face in reality so it's a very different and revolutionary approach and we're very we're very uh, proud of what we have and it's really taking on it's really you know it 's really catching on is the word I want to use it's catching on and it's spreading now all throughout the world. We have people literally across the globe who are are using this program that at that really, really at the highest levels
1: now now uh uh Todd, you do, your, you do your training there, uh, you know, around, around your home location. Uh, you do it around the country. You've got your, your system of, uh, of affiliates around the country as well. Uh, how, how difficult is it for, for somebody to get in? I mean, can they, can they get to this training, you know, pr- pretty much where they are, or do they got to come to you all the time?
11: Well, um, it depends. You know, the online program, of course, they can do anywhere. For those who are interested in becoming instructors, Um, We have our headquarters here. We're just outside of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And, um, you know, people, our instructors who go through seven different levels of certification, um, about 75% of the time they'll come here to our headquarters for those trainings. Those trainings are uh, three and a half days long each. However, we will have other venues that will host those trainings. So we'll travel for those trainings about 75% of the time. Uh, I do get invited frequently around the country to come put on what we call IDS Citizen Defender Boot Camps. So we do in-person training. I'm an uh, instructor at uh, concealedcarries.com uh, at their uh, Guardian Conference. So I'll travel around to conferences and put on seminars and workshops and boot camps all, all across the country, whether that be for end-user Citizen Defender or that be for instructor certification. So we have, a, we have a hodgepodge of different types of events
1: happening all the time. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff, folks. Um, we're getting ready to take the break here. To give you the little teaser here first, though, we come back. Todd's going to talk about um, uh, about uh, you know things you can do during the holiday season to keep you and and your and your family safe. Uh, it's that time. Listen, you, we know they got uh, there's bad guys out there in parking lots. There's there's bad guys out there in stores just just waiting for those that have not switched completely over to Amazon to come uh, to come be a, a you know a, what are the, what do they call them package pirates or whatever they are. So. So I want you to stick around, and Todd's right. going to give you some, uh, some, some great information that uh, will take us through uh, next segment with him and hopefully uh, share some knowledge with you that keeps you and your family safe. So, so Todd, stick around. Uh, everybody else, stick around. We're going to be back, in, uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. We're coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios. We'll be right back. Hey folks, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio, and I want to talk to you about concealment holsters, specifically hog holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters. One of the top reasons people give for not carrying every day is because it's awkward and uncomfortable. Well, at hog holsters, that's no problem. Every holster is handcrafted for proper fit and a smooth exterior that won't pinch or poke you. Your holster also has a patented Ulti clip that clamps onto your belt and pants. Check them out today at hogholsters.com. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com. Veteran owned and operated. Hey, what's with all the pigs? Wait, those aren't pigs. Those are hogs. Go to Hog Holsters now to get your next holster. That's Hog, H-A-W-G, holsters.com. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Every holster is crafted individually by hand. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Friends don't let friends wear crappy holsters. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Helping America wear guns. You are an American, aren't you? Better known and operated. (laughs)
3: Hoorah!
1: Are you in the market for an AR barrel? How about upgrading your current rifle? Then look no further than Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. If you bought an AR in the past five years, then odds are you may already have a Hitman Industries barrel. Now this OEM barrel manufacturer sells direct to the public. That's hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. Pick out your barrel for your next AR build or upgrade your current barrel. Go to hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. Hitman Industries has a full line of rifle and pistol calibers ready to buy. Hitman Industries has all of your AR rifle and pistol needs. Visit hitmanindustries.net. That's hitmanindustries.net. Complete uppers also available. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Veteran owned and operated.
9: Separate five. I'd like you to turn the radio up. I want everyone within listening distance to hear what I have to say. I'm Alan Gottlieb, chairman of the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. Freedom is not free. Our constitutional right to keep and bear arms is under attack by what has become an industry of anti-gun extremist organizations. The Bill of Rights gives every honest, patriotic American the right to own firearms. But today, we have to fight this full-time anti-gun industry whose sole purpose is to create new gun control and confiscation laws. They pay themselves big salaries and feed off a gullible public with emotional campaigns and clever sound bites. I pledge that the Citizens Committee will be the most aggressive pro-gun organization in the United States fighting to preserve your gun rights. But we need your help and membership to do it. Join the Citizens Committee for the right to keep and bear arms today. Call 425-454-4911. That's 425-454-4911. Freedom isn't free. You have to fight for it.
0: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industries studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the Hitman Industries Studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Hitman Industries Studios. On the line with us, we have uh, Mr. Todd Fossey from Integrative Defense Strategies. Todd, thank you for hanging in there with us.
11: Yeah, Good to be here. We've got some important stuff to talk about today.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, take it take us away. I'll just let you lead us right into it.
11: Oh, all right. Well, you know, criminals don't think like we think. I think that's important for all of us to to remember. And you know, they are they're opportunists and they're looking for any reason at all for them to exploit the good nature of good people. And so I think it's important that we, you know, it's kind of a paradox, right? But I think it's important that we kind of have our head on a swivel and have a level, an extra level of awareness during this time of year. Unfortunately, that's the world that we live in now. And we all know that the world has changed a lot over the last 24 months. Yeah. And the violent crime statistics are very clear at what the increase has been in violent crime and what types of violent crime have been increasing. And so things I'm going to share today are just for everyone's consideration. And um, they're there just to help keep you and your loved ones, you know, safe during this really special time of year. And the first one is I'm going to recommend that when you're out and about during the holiday season, going to festivities, you're going shopping, whatever the case may be, I'm going to recommend that when possible that you're traveling in groups. There's safety in numbers. And so, you know, Even for the guys out there, you know, even for the guys out there, you know, criminals will choose victims for very interesting reasons that may not be intuitive. So traveling in groups is a really important one. If you're out and about in your vehicle, which most of us are going to be, I'm going to recommend that before you and your loved ones leave your vehicle, that you all pause for just a second. And you just take an in-depth look around the vehicle at 360 degrees around you and just sort of make this a habit. Get a feel for what's happening in your environment before you leave. And then what are you looking for? Um, you're looking for, uh, just to put it in a very simple way first, you're looking for people who are looking at you. You're looking for people who are casing you. You're looking for things that seem suspicious. But even more importantly than those things, it's important that you're trusting your gut and that you're trusting your feelings about what's happening in your environment and whether it's going to be safe for you and your loved ones to leave the vehicle. So add a level of awareness, situational awareness during this time of year. One of the other sort of ironic things to look for is what's called conspicuous ignoring. And that's when people who aren't looking at you in an unnatural way they're looking away for you on purpose. This is a pre-incident indicator. There are several, I'm just going to touch on a few today. This is a very very well-known pre-incident indicator within the um, executive protection community. I'm also an executive protection agent. And so we look for things like that on the behavioral side of our security and self-defense because that's what we really are, right? We are our family's security detail. So make sure you're trusting your instincts around these different types of behavioral cues. The next one is going to be, I'm going to recommend, just to keep it simple for the show today, is back into your parking spots This allows, in a way that allows for good oversight. My wife always gets kind of frustrated with me with where I choose to park because it's not the shortest distance, but it's (laughs) the best. Where I park is what's best for oversight and what's best for what's called egress. I'm always looking for a rapid escape, so backing into my spots in a way that allows for me and my wife to... Quickly escape from multiple from multiple directions from the spot that I'm at is going to be um, really is going to be really important. So that's just just for starters. Any thoughts on those things, Mike?
1: No, absolutely. And I think that's one people easily ignore because they're in the parking lot and they're trying to get to the best spot and they want to get in there and just nose in and get inside. Maybe get something close because they think close is better. Uh, but yeah, the backing in is uh, is, is is a, is a great uh, a great tactic that I, I think I probably would have overlooked
11: back in and then, you know, I I look for illumination, right? I look for what's going to be the safest path, my safest route for myself and my wife or those others that are with me. What's going to be the safest path and the safest route to our destination? Because the research shows that over 90% of violent crimes happen in transitional spaces between vehicles and, and destinations. Most commonly, it's going to be parking lots, and they happen during hours of darkness. So I'm going to look for a place to park that's going to be very well illuminated. I'm going to look for a, a path to and from my destination where there's going to be a lot of traffic of other people, and it's going to be well illuminated where I can have good oversight over what are different blind spots and danger zones.
1: No, very good points. Very good points. Yeah, you got to watch those, those, those routes of those egress and ingress routes. Right. That, that's what you're looking at. It's those points in between.
11: Yeah, the choke points are some of the most dangerous places for us to be. Um, and then, you know, some of these things just sound so obvious, but it's easy. You, maybe you're in a park, larger parking structure, and it's easy to forget where you parked. Yeah. And those are the types of things that criminals will look for. Someone who's distracted, who's looks sort of lost, and they're not quite sure where they're at, because they know that your mind is preoccupied for that. So just simple things like take a, take a picture of the parking zone that you've parked in or make a mental note of it or write it down so, you know, or landmarks, you know, things that make it easy for you to remember, you know, where you've parked. Oftentimes also going to and from places, depending on where you're at, there's elevators that you're going to be going in and out of. So there are very specific ways that I like to, to handle that i don't want to go into the elevator too much first because that can leave my loved ones vulnerable behind me and i don't want them to go into the elevator
3: first right, right.
11: because then if the elevator closes then they're vulnerable without me too right, right? right. so there's a very careful way that i'll go about having to sort of the best of both worlds there, going in and out of elevators and that's a very common spot elevators and um Staircases are very common places for attacks to take
1: place. Can, can Let me give you a little elevator tip, that, all, that folks, that uh, you, you may not know. Yeah. But before you get on an elevator, and if you're on the elevator, and before you get off, pause a moment. Wait a minute before the door when the doors open before you jump inside the elevator. And do the same when the elevator opens before you jump off.
11: Exactly. I like to do just a quick peek before I go in, and a quick peek also before I go out, just to get a lay for my geography around me. Um and those, my loved ones who are, are with me know. Like I don't make it super obvious. I'm not not running around like, you know, you know, super secret ninja squirrel. You know, <laughs> we want to blend, in. we don't. We want to blend in. We want to stand out. We want to be as gray man as possible. But just quick little looks and glances in a very, you know, a very subtle way can be, still be just as effective. We we call it having a softened vibe. We don't want to. We don't want to attract any attention. Right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Todd, so you, a bit about- you got it.
4: Two and a half minutes left, guys. guys Everything you guys have mentioned is predicated by, to complete this, put your phone away. Get your head out of your screen.
1: There you go.
11: Absolutely. No doubt about it. We, We want to have as few distractions as possible. There you go. Other things I'm always looking for that I'm going to recommend, I'm always looking for secondary exits. You know, out of parking lots or wherever I'm at, I'm always looking for avenues of escape. I want to know where the exits are at at all times. We learn to pay attention to things that other people don't pay attention to. You know, I want to scan the area for threats. I want to scan the area for assets and liabilities. I want to know where the exits are, where the avenues of approach are at, where the barriers are at, where the cover and concealment's going to be. You know, what are the, you know, what I always want to know what at every moment I'm always thinking about what are my first five moves in every situation that I'm in? And then what are the natural, what's called natural lines of drift? What are the natural flow lines in which people are going to be moving? Or if I were going to be waging an ambush attack or an attack, where would I be? So I always want to look at this from multiple points of view. Other simple things like if you should get separated from your loved ones when you're out and about during the holiday seasons, what's your plan for a rendezvous point? You what's your plan to meet up? What's your, what's your communication plan at that point? And then if I am in a group of people, there's a general rule of thumb that I have both as an executive protection agent and someone who just is on security detail over my loved ones and my family. I always know, doesn't matter where I'm at, I'm always thinking who is my, who's the suspect in the room it's at it. any time.
1: that always has uh,
11: the appropriate level of readiness.
1: you got about 30 seconds to take us home, Todd. All right, good.
11: What are some other things? Um, What if someone's following you home? Yeah. You know, you've been out shopping, and you feel like you're being followed. You've taken three left turns, and they're still following you. One thing I want to say is, if possible, don't drive past your house. We don't want them to be able to pinpoint your residence. Right. And um, if you are being followed, you can call 911 and drive to the closest safe spot like a police station and stop there. There you go. But whatever you do, don't get out of your car and don't go home.
1: Excellent tips. Todd, tell people how to get a hold of you again.
11: Again, you can find us in our online training program at www.idscitizendefender.com.
1: Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio. Thank you, Todd Fossey, for joining us. Excellent tips for the holidays. We're coming to you live from the Hitman Industry Studios, and we'll be back after the
15: break.
14: Want to reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and stroke? Simple. Eat right. This is Registered Dietitian Nutritionist Melissa Dobbins. A healthy diet can mean a healthier you. So eat a variety of proteins each week. Seafood, lean meat, poultry, beans, and nuts. Fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal. Choose foods that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Limit your alcohol and maintain a healthy weight. Let a Registered Dietitian Nutritionist help you achieve your goals. Find one near you at eatright.org.
7: Did you know major bills on hold? Scent of homes contain allergens from cockroaches and that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes. It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America.
0: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industry Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the Hitman Industry Studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl.
4: The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by the law offices of Attorney Kevin C. Maxwell.
1: Deputy Sheriff Michael J. Matroka, 39, of Sunrise, Florida. Died December 15, 1997, of injuries sustained in the line of duty during a hit and run on November 29, 1997. Matroka was assigned to the K 9 unit, Broward Sheriff's Office, Broward County, Florida. Deputy Matroka and his K 9 partner were traveling westbound when another vehicle struck his patrol car near Copens Road and Northeast First Avenue. The suspect, a convicted felon, got out of his vehicle and approached the patrol car before fleeing the scene after removing a gun from his wrecked rental vehicle. K-9 Woden, Deputy Matroka's partner, exited the vehicle and chased the suspect before returning to stay with him until rescue crews arrived. The suspect was captured a short time later and was charged with manslaughter, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, driving with a suspended license, and other charges. Suspect was sentenced to 10 years as a habitual offender and 30 years for the death of Deputy Matroka. Deputy Matroka had served with the Broward County Sheriff's Office for 10 years. He has survived by his wife, mother, and sister. Deputy Sheriff Michael J. Matroka, you are not forgotten.
4: If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960. And I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your
15: legal issue is.
1: Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for uh, supporting uh, the Fallen Heroes segment since day one here on the program. Folks, if you uh, know of anyone or read a book, saw it, a movie that you'd like to hear honored on the Fallen Heroes segment, just reach out to us at uh, Facebook.com slash Radio is the best way to send us a message. Hey, folks, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill.
4: Grounds Control to Major Bill. Hey, guys, how's everybody doing this week?
1: You, you know, not too We're shabby, well. sir, We're not well. too shabby. You, you missed a you missed a little bit of a party in the studio last week. Uh, well, I'm
12: sorry about that, but I... I unfortunately i was uh out doing things with uh some three-lettered agencies
1: i i I understand completely we'll 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 leave it at that even three-letter agencies need parking tickets folks that's why he was there so uh Uh, uh, a a major Uh, hope hope all is going well with you uh other than uh than your than your three agency letter uh you know commitments um uh, how are you doing? And, 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 and I understand you have a story for us.
12: Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing well. By the way, thank you for that uh, tribute to uh, Deputy Matroka. Uh, he was one of my district partners uh, at the Bryan Sheriff's Office. He worked District 6. Uh, I was assigned to District 4, and uh, we, we boarded each other, and we worked together quite a bit. Uh, so thank you for that tribute.
1: No no worries. In fact, I, uh, I, I checked, um, and his release date is uh, May 20th of 2031, so still got a little bit of time to go.
12: Yeah, we got some time there, so we'll, yeah. we'll see what we can do. I know uh, a lot of us still keep in touch with uh, Mike's wife, uh, and she uh, she kept voting for the longest time. And, uh, the, you know, a, a, a man who died, a man remembered uh, never dies. Exactly. So right. we want to keep uh, the memory of <laughs> Mike, but everybody else that, that you honor, uh, or we honor on Armstrong Radio, and it's greatly appreciated.
1: Exactly, exactly, sir.
12: So, well, I do have a, uh, <laughs> you know, I got an, uh, an interesting story. You and I talked about it during the week, only because it, it's just one of those where you just shake your head where, you know, you, you, you can do stupid things, and eventually you're going to get caught. Uh, and in this one, the again, the uh, uh, let's jump on old Google Earth, and this time let's go out to a small town in Iowa. And we're not going to Ottumwa, not where uh, Radar arrived
1: no, from. No, no, but no. We're no. going
12: to go uh, not far to the to the Adair, uh, town of Adair, a uh, very, very small town, uh, only 800 residents. Uh, but the police chief there was indicted uh, for uh, obtaining 90 machine guns from the federal government for a police department with only three
1: officers. <laughs> well, I guess I don't really want to commit a crime in that neighborhood, especially if I'm the police chief, that's for sure.
12: Well, you know, it, it, <laughs> it, it's uh, even worse. So over a four-year period on behalf of the uh, Adair Police Department, uh, the chief there, Bradley Went, uh, obtained... Uh, over 90 machine guns, you know, not all at once. Uh, He would do 10, uh, 20 at a time, uh, and he would say that they were for the police department, which there's the federal, what's called the Federal 1013 Program, uh, where the federal government will supply uh, local, county, and state law enforcement agencies with uh, retired federal equipment. Uh, But you know, after a while, uh, things will catch up with you as to why such a small agency is requesting so many weapons. But it turned out that uh, he, Chief Went had his own uh, outdoor and gun stores that he would obtain these machine okay. guns and then sell them for significant profit.
6: Whew.
12: Now. What's even crazier is not just getting the old M-16s or, you know, old M-4s that, uh, that some departments will get from the federal government. He also got an M-60, uh, which he mounted to his own personal Humvee. Uh, and he would allow uh, people to come out and use the fully automatic weapons, including the M-60, uh, at a charge. Uh, he would have machine gun shoots, much like uh, some of the ones that, that we've had over the years. Right, right. Uh, but, of course, all our stuff is legal. Now, what's, if you think it's bad enough that he got an M60, which is a, a belt-fed weapon, uh, which is no longer in the uh, uh, in the inventory, he also applied for, and, and Mike, you, you'll know this uh, acronym as soon as I tell it to you, an M134 minigun.
1: Oh, yeah. Fun stuff.
12: Yeah. Yes. Now nice. these are nice. the, yeah, Yes. These are the guns that are usually mounted to aircraft. <laughs> yeah. uh, typically air, uh, helicopters, uh, the UH-60 Blackhawks or the HH-60 uh, Rescue Hawks used by the Air Force PJs to lay down suppressive fire. Now, it's funny because when reading the indictment for Chief Went, they said that the ATF originally denied the request for the M-134 because the 8-air police, uh, police department did not have a helicopter in which to mount it to.
1: <laughs> wow. Just wow.
12: <laughs> so, yes, just wow. So he is uh, he's currently been uh, uh, indicted. And it is unknown uh, how much uh, of, the, of the money was his own money that he used or was it co with city funds. But right now he's charged with 18 counts of making false statements to the ATF and one count for unlawfully possessing machine guns. Uh, there's also some other people that are wrapped up uh, in this and the FBI is continuing to investigate to see how they may have further enriched themselves uh, with this scheme to defraud uh, the federal government and obtain these uh, fully automatic uh, rifles and other machine guns, which uh, are really not necessary for civilian law enforcement.
1: No, no, not unless we plan on, you know, the Canada invading or something like that, no.
12: Well, I think if we just uh, throw some poutine at them, they may uh, they may back
1: down. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That it, that is the uh, the Canadian Achilles heel right there. That's true. Uh, but that's 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 crazy that uh, you know he thinks he could get away with this and tried to do this for years. Uh, a three man department, and ninety machine guns. I, I, I want to throw a little dig though at um, at the ATF for not catching this a little bit sooner. A three man department and ninety machine guns, but that's ridiculous um uh major thank yeah. you for bringing this story to us uh <laughs> sir and please for, for you and all of your people out there stay safe
12: absolutely it's my brothers and sisters in blue, Remember, wear your vest wear your seatbelt watch your six it was no arms room radio come to you live from the hitman industry studios the guys will see you right after the break
8: Everybody, this is Craig Deleuze from The Rundown. Join me and my friend Mike from Arms Room Radio as we bring to you 2A news and conservative views every Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. on Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. You can watch us wherever you like watching video, whether it be YouTube, Opsland, Spotify, or you can listen wherever you get your podcast. Tune in to The Rundown, 2A news and
1: conservative views. Hey folks, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio, and I want to talk to you about concealment holsters. Specifically, hog holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters. One of the top reasons people give for not carrying every day is because it's awkward and uncomfortable. Well, at hog holsters, that's no problem. Every holster is handcrafted for proper fit and a smooth exterior that won't pinch your poke you. Your holster also has a patented Ulti clip that clamps onto your belt and pants. Check them out today at hogholsters.com. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com. Veteran owned and operated. Hey, what's with all the pigs? Wait, those aren't pigs. Those are hogs. Go to Hog Holsters now to get your next holster. That's Hog, H-A-W-G, holsters.com. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Every holster is crafted individually by hand. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Friends don't let friends wear crappy holsters. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Helping America wear guns. You are an American, aren't you? Better owned and operated. Oh! Are you in the market for an AR barrel? How about upgrading your current rifle? Then look no further than Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. If you bought an AR in the past five years, then odds are you may already have a Hitman Industries barrel. Now this OEM barrel manufacturer sells direct to the public. That's hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. Pick out your barrel for your next AR build or upgrade your current barrel. Go to hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. Hitman Industries has a full line of rifle and pistol calibers ready to buy. Hitman Industries has all of your AR rifle and pistol needs. Visit hitmanindustries.net. That's hitmanindustries.net. Complete uppers also available. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Veteran owned and operated.
8: Separate five.
0: Listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Hitman Industry Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at ArmsRoomRadio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world, from the Hitman Industry Studios, it's Arms Room Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Hitman Industries Studios. Hey, don't forget you still got time. If you order today, maybe tomorrow, you should be able to get yourself a holster in time for Christmas. Go to Hog Holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com. That's Hogholsters.com. The best concealment holsters on the market. Veteran owned and operate. And you get yourself a little discount. Just use the discount code Arms Room Radio. No spaces, all caps and uh, and get your get your get your loved one a nice holster. I mean, what really says I love you more than a concealment holster. Uh, Earl, uh welcome back. We are we we are here in the last segment already, sir.
4: Already, man. Feel like I'm in the same traffic jam I was when we started the show. <laughs> oh, that's right. I am. <laughs>
1: hey, it's uh listen, you, you you got you got the you got the power there to push through it if you want to. It's just uh you you might never drive again. You might pull your license if you do that.
4: Oh, I'm sure
1: they will. <laughs> well, don't do it. Stay safe, sir. Stay safe. Um, uh, folks, we got a got a story out of California, it, it, it's, uh, and it caught my attention because it says California Dreamin'. And I, and I know I do California Dreamin'. I, I dream of the days when it's not a, a liberal crap hole and I might be able to go there again uh, and exercise uh, my Second Amendment rights responsibly rather than be stripped of all ways and methods to defend myself and my family. Uh, so it's a, one of the reasons I you won't catch me there you know behind the uh, behind the iron curtain but um, uh, California has a they had a, a law that got passed recently that made the identity of those that have concealed weapons permits and they actually have a lot of concealed weapons permits in California a lot of the uh, uh, the, the sheriffs uh, in the rural areas and you, you, you know listen it's it's just like any other state with big metropolises you got the big cities which were liberal controlled and they say no no we're not issuing issuing them to you but they've got a lot of rural counties that the sheriffs issue them the permits and then they could take them into those uh those metropolis areas uh you know to to maintain their uh, their self-defense posture um but the the state wanted to release all of that information to research organizations now Earl, uh, you, you can guess who these research organizations were. You know, they, they, they have words like mom and every town in them, you know?
4: Oh, yes, Oh, yes, Yeah, definitely some anti-gunners that w- want to probably personally persecute people simply for exercising their rights that
1: they don't like. Yeah, ex- exactly. And we know the state's already done this. The state had their leak last year. Remember it was like a 24-hour period where you could download everybody in the in the database that had a permit. So, uh, they don't care. They were like, "Oh, it was uh, it was a clerical error." Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure it was, sure it was. Um, so it's it, it, the story is as a matter of personal information being protected it's supposed to be a no-brainer after all a certain high-profile case surfed on so-called right to privacy for decades to justify the constitutionality of something that had very little to do with the Fourteenth Amendment so what what happened in, and now this is you know their their attorney general right um, they had a California appeals court panels unanimously decided or excuse me denied. A request from State Attorney General Bonta for an immediate stay of an injunction in a case brought forth by the Second Amendment Foundation. And this was a challenge to the state law that allowed the Department of Justice to share personal information about firearms owners with private researchers. Bonita claimed the law does not create a serious invasion of privacy. Earl, do you think if they released your information on being a, a firearm owner and a concealed weapons permit owner, uh, a possessor, that that might be a serious invasion of your privacy?
4: Yes, it would.
1: I, I mean, folks, you, you might as well hand a map with, uh, with, with, with little stars on it uh, to the bad guys that says, uh, Gun in this house, why don't you come visit? Uh, you know, because uh, although most bad guys are, 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 are not real smart... They are kind of smart enough to sit there and watch you drive away from your home, right? And, and know that there's either going to be a, a firearm or some sort of firearm paraphernalia there in the home. Uh, not to mention, you know, to be able to target you in your vehicle if, if, if they want to, you know, leaving that home. So Bonta claimed that it was not a serious invasion of privacy. The trial court disagreed, granting a preliminary injunction to the plaintiffs, thus placing a hold on the enforcement of this information-sharing law. So Bonto went and asked for the injunction to be lifted, and the, uh, the, the court said no. Um, now, in, in addition to Second Amendment Foundation, we want to throw props out to all, all people uh, out there, um, you have the uh, Firearms Policy Coalition, California Gun Rights Foundation, San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, uh, Inland Empire gun owners uh, and then of course there was a private citizen that had to be named in there as well and uh, and, and, and he's on that list. So it's um, well, you know what I'll just gonna, I'm gonna give you Alan Gottlieb's words the, uh, the bow tie gun guy he said we're delighted the appeals court panel unanimously rejected Bonta's effort to set aside the preliminary injunction because the privacy of California gun owners is important even if he thinks otherwise. So uh, you know, he said Bonta is determined to supply gun owner information to biased researchers who we believe will use it to promote additional restrictions on Second Amendment protected rights. I, I don't know if I could have said it any better than uh, Mr. Gottlieb said it, so I just quoted him. Earl. Yeah,
4: exactly, that's your best move. We've, we've all listened to you before.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're you're right. You're right. Anytime I can read it without stumbling over it, it's it's going to be a it's going to be a better thing. So. Um, yeah, this, this is this is good. Listen, folks, if, you, if you're not up on, on, on California laws, I mean, they, they pass some of the most ridiculous stuff in the world. Um, I, I think I saw earlier this week that, they Earl, they want to make up to, I think it's up to $350,000 per person uh, that can show a, a link to slavery. Uh, and mind you, by the way, uh, Earl, California never had slavery. But uh, if you can show some, you know, uh, you know, a genial link to slavery, uh, they're they're getting ready to hand out some checks there.
4: Wow, yeah, that's that's kind of uh, absurd.
1: Yeah, yeah, a- a- absolutely, it is. Absolutely, it is. It's um, uh, although Earl, I, I started checking my my uh, uh genealogy also just to just I mean, it was a check as a check, you know. I want to I want to be sure, you know.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of had that thought. I don't know that I'll be able to trace back any any uh involvement in slavery but i'm pretty sure i could probably you know find some sharecroppers that's pretty much the same thing isn't it
1: yeah there you go there you go listen uh i listen i, I had a, i had a job uh, that i worked when i was a kid it definitely counts as a, uh, as a as a slavery style thing i remember making a what was it th- three dollars and ten cents an hour you know at like 13 years old i mean that's got to count right
4: counts in my book
1: <laughs> so so we'll see if we can get that done i just got to uh, you know what Earl it is California so maybe we could just identify as uh, as people that have been uh, hurt by slavery
4: yeah that, that works for everything else why not for that I that's
1: that's that's what I'm thinking that's that's what I'm thinking with it so it's a uh, it's a uh it's good news out of California uh, on on the injunction, not on the, the slavery thing. That listen, and where they're going to get that money, right? They're just going to go to Papa Brandon there and ask for a bigger check because uh, uh, you know we, we know that California is running in a deficit right now, and their law actually says in California uh, um, you can't have a deficit budget. So we'll see what Governor Nussolini uh, does there. Um, you know how he how he he spins this again, and how him and his attorney general again attempt to 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 take away. Your, your 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 second amendment rights, uh, you know your your enumerated uh, rights under the Constitution, your God given rights of self defense, uh, yet he wants to take it away. So. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Uh, all right, Earl, that's, that's about it. Let's, uh, let's get to the wrap here. Uh, let's, let's thank uh, Tony Simon for joining us. Uh, it's uh, Simon says train uh, diversity uh, And of course, Mr. Todd Fossey from Integrative Defense Strategies. You can, uh, you can uh, look him up at IDS Citizendefender.com. That's the letter I, the letter D, the letter S, Citizendefender.com. Uh, Earl, you know, I, I I hope you make it. You make it home safely. Probably in that traffic, another two or three days, you should be here.
4: <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully, I'll be home before Christmas.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, listen, you got a truckload of toys, so you got you got to make it. You got to. You want to. You're one. You're one of the elves right now. Is, is what you're doing.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 one of Santa's big helpers.
1: <laughs> there, you, there, there you go. There you go. Uh, Folks, listen, that's it for the program today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to the guests that joined us. Thanks to Major Bill as well. Uh, And until, until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly.
4: If you're not ready, get ready.
1: If you are ready, stay ready.
4: And remember, keep your head on a swivel. You
11: love bourbon.
6: Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you
1: love whiskey?
6: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Do you love America?
6: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton, Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong.
6: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery
5: at BoundaryOakDistillery.com.
6: Boundary Oak Distillery.